0: Welcome. I'm so glad you can join us on Mission Evolution, where we bring the latest knowledge from today's leading experts to support your evolutionary process. I'm your host, Guilda Wiecka. This hour, we'll explore manifestation, the power of thought. The premise of Mission Evolution Radio TV is that we can evolve as individuals and as humankind to manifest a better tomorrow. This would naturally require an understanding of the hidden workings of manifestation. What is it to manifest? Can we learn to manifest consciously? What are the gifts and limitations of doing so? With us this hour to delve into the topic of manifestation is a gentleman we've had the pleasure of having on the show before, Von Brajner. Von is the author of more than a dozen books on time, dreams, self-healing, and human consciousness. His latest book, Manifesting, Using Thought Forms to Visualize Real Change. He's a former award-winning journalist and former faculty member of the Omega Institute for Holistic Studies in New York. Vaughn has led workshops throughout the US and the UK. You can find out more about Vaughn on his Facebook page, facebook.com slash vbrashner. Vaughn, thank you so much for joining us on Mission Evolution.
1: Hi, Gwilda. It's good to be with you. and Thank you for the opportunity to share this new information.
0: Yes, and the last time we had you on, we were talking about uh, your book on um, the fluid nature of time. Now we're looking at manifestation. Do the two have anything to do with each other?
1: The two are completely inter- interlinked. Uh, everything I write really is about developing uh, and harnessing human consciousness, um, and I think that that is really what manifesting is supposed to be about. I'm not sure it's always been written up that way. And my publisher said, oh, you're old school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm not new age. Uh, so I go back to the ancient yoga sutras and I, and I look at, at how the, uh, uh, the in, in Raja yoga, how they've used thought forms. To effectively direct them and project them with impact and uh, intent.
0: That's pretty fascinating, isn't it? Um, th- so the how does the time work in
1: there? Well, a- as I say in, in the book, um, there is no sense of time or space when you're when you're actually projecting thought forms. Now, there's a couple of ways to do that. You could actually project your own consciousness out there, or simply project your consciousness as an um, intelligent energy.
0: So uh, how do we do this? How do, how do we do this projecting?
1: Projecting, yes. Yeah. So, um, so people are, are familiar with aspects of this. Let's say mm, telepathy, okay? Uh, you, you, know, you know when the phone's going to ring, you know when someone's thinking about you, you know when someone's coming over. You automatically know when somebody's in trouble, especially if you have a dear connection to them, a karmic uh, attraction.
0: So, Um, in, in that in that case, is the person projecting to you actually, rather than the other way around?
1: It is reciprocal. It is it is it is a symbiotic relationship. I describe it to two end like two ends of a magnet, and 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 this is an important thing to remember. If you're projecting your um, thought forms out there with intent and focus and seeking to manifest a certain change as as it reaches its target, then you have to realize that there has to be a willing receptor and there has to be uh, um, uh, um, harmony uh, on, on both ends. So if, if, in other words, uh, these thought forms like words can fall on deaf ears, in fact, come back Instantly to you, and without any rece- reception at all. So, so not all of our thought forms are effective.
0: So, when when you are getting ready to project a thought form consciously, um, where do where does permission lie in this? Do we just randomly project it anywhere we want to, or do we kind of have to have an, a permission from the other person, from this recipient?
1: That's a really good point, Guilda. I I try to delve into it into the book with various ways, like uh who were who were projecting to you know how receptive are they how, how harmonious are they how helpful is the information how willing are they to receive the information and i think that it, all of this needs to be seriously considered you know because w- what happens with most of us um, is that we just we just scatter our thought forms uh like 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 um um uh, things bouncing off the wall and 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 you we've all walked into a room perhaps or or an area where you know it is just noisy with thoughts that that are not auditory but you you're picking up on them on a um, on a certain level which would be emotional and mental how
0: does that? How does that register for someone that's not aware of what they're really picking up? They don't believe in telepathy. They walk into a room, and how do they experience all that input?
1: Well, they would probably say, uh, "This room is ugly," or "This room is annoying," or, or "I don't like this room." But this place has an icky feel to it. You know, there'll, there'll be ways of explaining it this way, and, and 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 most people they're happy with that because you know it, what they don't see, what they don't see in physical form just doesn't exist, but I mean, I've gone back and, and looked at like thought form projections and thought forms as they leave us and, and determined that, that, that many clairvoyants can actually describe the colors of the thought forms, um, the swirl of, of the thought forms, the intensity, the, the, um, um, and, and the speed to which they reach, they reach their, 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 their target. Now, um, most, most people will just think of, of thoughts as some kind of invisible things inside your head. It, they would say it's brain activity. I'm not talking about brain activity. I'm not even speaking about mindfulness. I am speaking here about uh, consciousness as, as something that dwells within you, as some people in some spiritual traditions will call the eternal presence, or they'll call the inner self, or the higher self, the inner voice. This is an internal part of you that is actually a divine connection. Uh, And I don't mean to sound spiritual here. But I think that consciousness is a universal consciousness is a universal constant that is everywhere in 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 all of life.
0: So are you saying that not only is uh, consciousness an inside job, it's, it's what goes on inside of us, but it's connected with um, a universal consciousness?
1: Yeah, so a lot of people will say, "Oh, my higher consciousness," and they're talking about consciousness. They're talking about the inner voice, the inner self, and and, and or some people would say the higher self, but it, it is the unseen aspect of us, which would be like spirit or soul, something like this. And and then and then they would say, "Well, my higher consciousness. It is truly a higher consciousness when it connect, connects." To cosmic consciousness or outer universal consciousness, then, then we're actually connecting as higher consciousness. Uh,
0: we're going to go much further into this in, in um, segments coming up, but let's back up a little bit. And would you mind defining manifestation as we're going to be dealing with it here today?
1: I'll try. <laughs> okay. So uh, I, I approach it from the idea of creative visualization or imagineering. And imagineering isn't simply imagination. <clears throat> it, is, it is actually and actually visualizing something with your consciousness and then actually focusing your intent and your focus to, to direct your your thought forms from you as, as intelligent energy toward a specific mark or target. So they're, they're focused thought forms. Well, that that's
0: pretty interesting because we all sit around and kind of go into an altered state and daydream what we'd like to have or be or do, and it's just kind of this free-floating yeah. Um, yeah. dream. Yeah. What's the step between, or is that actually having an effect in the world and we don't know it?
1: Well, it, it might have an effect, but it, it would be kind of like, like – um, like dandelions floating in the air, and then they might light somewhere and actually take root. They will actually alight somewhere and take root. But, but this, is, this is very focused, and, 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 and this is adding steps that I think a lot of people miss. This is not just wishing for something to happen. This is actually making something happen. happen. And, the, and the steps are actually visualizing what you want to take place, what you want to transpire, the change which to to occur, and then energizing and 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 sending the thoughts out. So, so it's,
0: it's more than just thoughts; it's thoughts or dreams combined yeah. with intention. Is that is that what it, we're looking at here?
1: Yes, intent is a very important. So the the the, 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 ma- the two major components I would say, well, there's mental energy and emotional energy, obviously. Now, you can only do this, you can only do this, only do this if you're going to be willing to put your body to sleep, and by your body, I mean physically, your body to sleep, including your mind, you know, we, we don't want mental imagery, we don't want mental thoughts, we want you to disconnect, and in that, and in that space, then it allows the inner consciousness to come forward and, and, and create. And it has every potential to do that as intelligent energy.
0: So now you have me good and confused. First, you say it's a mental activity. And then you say you have to put the mind to sleep.
1: Yeah, I, I fall into the trap like everyone, I suppose.
0: <laughs> okay, well, we'll have to pick up on that little dilemma on the other side yeah. of a commercial break.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Vaughn and I will return shortly, so don't go away. This is Mission Evolution, and for more information or to listen to past archived episodes, visit www.missionevolution.org. again. This is Mission Evolution, MissionEvolution.org. We're dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. With us this hour, discussing evolution through manifestation, is Von Brazler. Visit Von on his web Facebook page, facebook.com slash vrazler. Von we were just getting into this dilemma
1: <laughs> that we've uncovered. Mental it's, imagery, yes. I mean, yes, and mental
0: imagery. imagery. In, one, in one sense, you're saying you you have to, it's a mental activity, this, this manifestation. It and is. And on the other, you're saying that you have to shut your mind up to get there.
1: Okay, so words get in the way, in way of, of, of a good story, right? Okay, <laughs> Here, but here's the thing. We're talking about higher, higher mind, higher mind and when I say higher mind, I mean purely consciousness, and I try to avoid, I try to avoid using the term mind for the most part, but when you get into even the yoga of it, you know, you're going to see mental energy, you're going to see mental power, you're going to see all these words, because these, these are the words that we have, and these are words we use, but I think when we, when we think of mental, most people will think of brain or mindfulness, and I'm not, Going in this direction, I'm I'm suggesting that there's an inner self, an inner an inner spirit within each of us that needs to be basically set free, and you can only set it free by putting your brain to sleep, your body to sleep, and then and then uh, actually harnessing it to do whatever it can do. Now, um, it is it is then uh, an exercise in in in, in intent and, and will, or focused will. And, and I think that people, they, they get confused with the term desire, they'll want something intently, but they'll just want it, they, they won't want it enough to actually construct it, you know, not enough to actually go get it. And, and so what I've tried to do is take some of the, some of the the missing steps out of creative visualization that would allow people to to honestly on a practical daily level um, manifest things in their world
0: so we're we're talking about the mind um but we're also talking about something that's a little bit separate yeah. and that would be the imagination um, yeah. how does that fit in here
1: well your your imagination is 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 um, a huge uh, wheelhouse of 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 um, I think Serge Kahili King, the, the great Kahuna healer of Hawaii, said it best when he talked about imagineering. And he says, it's not just imagining, it's imagineering, because you're actually engineering as you envision something. So we probably should use a set of imagination, envisioning. So what we're actually doing here is actually seeing a new future, and then actually developing the energy to go out there and impact it. And our thoughts actually do have form. Our thoughts don't have physical form and that you can like hold them in your hand and, and fold them and like that. They're not that material, but they have a color. And, and those who that are very psychic, I refer people to the books, um, Thought Forms by uh, Annie Besant and uh, Charles Ledbetter and Thought Power by Annie Bassett. These are classics. And these are classics that have inspired many people to look at color and energy and human potential, including such notables as the visionary artist Kandinsky. who wrote. So, Ex-
0: so, mm-hmm. so what are we doing when we engage our imagination, engage our intent in our imagination? We build something that we want to have take place. And then you said we have to take action. How do we know when and what action to take?
1: You know, I, I do. I do think this is an important consideration because because you have to think of of what would be what would be a a, a creative function, not a destructive function. You have to think of what would uh, fall upon receptive you know, people at the other end. You have, you have to think of what, what is actually needed, what will actually build. The universe likes to build. We are co-creators of the universe and that's why we have this higher consciousness. We are co-creators and we are trying to make the world work. The, wor- the world is constantly in change and constantly transforming. And we should have our input in this but it needs to be compatible. And I use the term harmonic resonant. It needs to be harmonically resonant with the the good intent and and, and ambition and outcome of other people. Uh, It really shouldn't be destructive or, or it just bounces right back. So, I mean, if you look at some of the books that have been written about thought forms by some of the occult authors of old, they will say that, you know, Thought, thought forms that go out and aren't received well will just come bouncing back. You know? Yes, they, I,
0: was, I was going to ask you, um, you've mentioned bouncing back several times. What's, what's the mechanism there? What's going uh, on?
1: The bounce back is, um, think of once again of the, of the uh, it's all electromagnetic energy, really. Now, you, th- you think of like um, the, the two ends of a magnet, but if they're not compatible, they don't attract, they repel. So what we see is a repelling uh, from the other end, and it just comes snapping back at you.
0: And so they don't necessarily think I'm going to repel this thought form. They may not even know it's coming to them, but because of what their um, their stance, it sets up a particular electromagnetic field that does it automatically.
1: Absolutely, and 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 and, and people could probably relate to this if they think uh, back to times when they have sent in for thoughts to someone intently, or thoughts have been intently directed to them. And and they're just rejected. And and they come zinging back almost like a headache. In fact, very often like a headache as a headache. Uh, Yes,
0: I was going to ask, how, how do you know that it has been not received and has been returned to sender?
1: Well, my teacher, the psychic Louis Guttner, referred to this as the snapback effect or the, the rubber band effect. It comes like snapping back. And he said, this is just the way karma works, Bond. You know, it is the way karma works. You know, if it's not, if it's not energetically compatible, if it's not harmonically resonant, if it if it's rejected, then it comes snapping back.
0: Can we use this to our advantage? In other words, instead of projecting yeah. um, to be snapped back at, can we invite and then draw in those that would be interested in what we're doing?
1: Yes. And so this is, this is really the way it works best. If, if you're projecting out, like I, I suggest, bringing people or events into your life. Now, that, that requires a little bit of cooperation at the other end, right? Or what we've called harmonic resonance. So at the other end, there almost needs to be a similar goal, a similar desire, a similar intent, a similar focus. And then, and then it, it, it meshes well, and the energies coalesce together, and they create a powerful draw. So what I found in the past and trying to like, I, I use the example of bringing events or people into your life, and I, and I actually use some real life examples how this has worked if if there's someone at the other end that is looking for a very similar situation you know then then um then it works it works much better you know and 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 you have um you have not only a receptive uh, person at the other end a good receptor but you have um you have a shared vision
0: so I, at least with sound. And I know electromagnetic energy works the same way. Yeah. If you have equal, but opposite intent, it literally cancels the waves cancel each other out. Absolutely. Is that same, does that same principle apply here?
1: That's the principle. So you see, I mean, science and and, and metaphysics, they really do. They really do mesh. They really do mesh because truth is truth. It depends, you know, irregardless of where it came from or how old it is. Um, And 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 this is all we're talking about is sending out signals, energy wave signals. And the signals have not only energy, but they also have their their color, it's colored energy. It is, I I use the term intelligent energy. You know, we're we're coloring it with our our emotional energy. I'll use the term again, mental energy, but I mean it in a broader sense, higher mental energy. It is, it you know, our causal, our intent, you know, our 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 higher um, spiritual truths. All of this goes into it, and it colors it so that when that when the when the signals go out, when the thought forms go out, they not only go out with 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 uh, a vibration, but they vibrate according to that that energy body level of us that is most intimately involved, you know, and so it'll be, have those colors.
0: So if, if a person is emotionally unprocessed yeah. and they get triggered into very strong emotions in the process of attempting to do this, yeah. what impact does that have on the quality of what they're putting out and what they get back?
1: Well, it, it is going to be, it, you know, it, it is going to be important to be uh totally in tune with all of this, you know? So, I mean, you know, you, you, can't, you can't expect it to work if you're, if you're not tuned in, you know? So, I mean. Um,
0: so there's a fair amount of processing required to be able to do this effectively?
1: No, there's absolutely pra- practically none. It, it, is, it, is, it is like, you have to think that the, your inner spirit, your consciousness, is, is really w- wiser than the physical you. It, it, well, it has, it has gonna more, have, inf- more information.
0: We're going to have to pick, pick up on that wisdom on the other side of yet a commercial break. Vaughn and I will return to our discussion shortly. So you stay right there. This is Mission Evolution. For more information or to listen to past archived episodes, visit us www.missionevolution.org. Welcome back. This is Mission Evolution, missionevolution.org. Our guest this hour is Von Brashler. We're speaking about manifestation and the power of our thoughts. Visit Vaughn on his Facebook page, facebook.com slash Brashler. Vaughn, we were getting into how unprocessed and strong emotions when thrown in the mix of an attempt to manifest something uh can or cannot throw a wrench in the works would you continue with that please
1: i think it's dangerous to try to actually analyze what what you've what you've received um in 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 um uh, in a consciousness on a consciousness level um, it, it, it is outside of um the, outside of our 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 physical you know makeup it is outside it is as I say it is beyond the uh, the pay grade of your brain to analyze this so why bother uh, the the part of you that's inside you there's the spirit or consciousness is eternal it, it was it was there before you were born it will be here with you after you're gone it knows where you've been where you're going it knows what you should be doing now and it's just a matter of of opening up to potential of, of, of employing it. Now there's really no need to process this. It just comes through. It's just, it's just a thought, action, deed. This is what thought, action, deed is. This is, this is thought form, thought, action, deed, or see it and be it. So, I mean, I try to, I try to demystify this and make it as simple, as simple as could be, you know. So uh,
0: let me, let me clarify a little bit. So are you telling me that when you are in that present moment and more in touch with your higher self or higher expression, your unprocessed stuff in your human form doesn't necessarily need to get into the mix.
1: It shouldn't be in the mix. It should be actually tuned off. And so I I try to take people into a very deep meditation, uh, a very deep meditation to do this. And and it also needs to be an active meditation like Kriya yoga. So, so that you're actually going to be, you're actually going to be moving energy about, you see. But but it
0: yeah. let me back you up just a little bit. Active meditation versus try to clarify that for me for those uh, of us, myself included. Uh, well, that, a more, uh, a, more don't pa- do yoga.
1: a more passive meditation or a more introspective, quiet uh, meditation might be a meditation where you just kind of feel comfortable within your own skin. Or you try to reach uh, a, a total harmony of body, mind, spirit, which is very common in mindfulness. I'm not talking about that. I'm, t- I'm talking about actually tuning out everything about that's physical, you, you know, your body. So if it helps people, you know, I think that the, the, what comes closest in the West is actually like self-hypnosis, where you actually put the body to sleep. You know, I start at the feet and I work up to the head. I just consciously tell the body to get heavy, go to sleep. Then lastly, the mind. And it's like, I'm not processing thoughts. I'm no longer processing ideas or sounds. And I want people to actually begin to think in terms of pictures, because that's the way, that's the way it works. And, and if, if you begin to actually see within yourself pictures of, of what is and what you want to be, then you can actually form a picture and the picture so
0: are, are you are you building a matrix if you will um at yeah. the energetic level with that picture
1: absolutely this for is, reality
0: to form around
1: yeah that is that is actually it and and you're actually you're actually forming this this picture of reality and you fill it with 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 where it wants to go and what it wants to see and, and what it needs to do and you actually fill it with the, the 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 outcome you visualize the outcome and you and you you paint you like draw a picture in 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 front of your mind's eye inside in in inside inside yourself so then 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 the image of, of where you're going to go and, and 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 where you're going to have impact when you project your thoughts it's clear because you've actually created a map, a roadmap, and and then it doesn't matter where it is or when it is. It could be in the past or the future. It could be a distant continent, or inside a hidden cave. It can go anywhere because your 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 thoughts can can project anywhere.
0: So when you when you create this roadmap, does that help you um, impact the people that would be? or places and things that would be in cooperation with your intent versus imposing?
1: Hmm. I'm not quite sure I understand that.
0: Well, question. I'm wondering if the if the roadmap that you're talking about creating with your mm-hmm. visualization
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, then automatically segregates out the things that aren't in alignment with it without imposing that on people that aren't in alignment with it.
1: Oh, yes. Well, you're, 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 you're selecting out you're selecting out, I would call a target or, or, a, or an end goal. And, and, and you're actually visualizing where it goes. And, and you, this is not at all random. You're not just projecting out a thought. Now, I know that there's been good examples of group thought in like the Maharishi effect, where they all, they all um, meditated on peace or, 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 or tranquility. There's the case of uh, uh, Emoto, uh, Hidden Messages in Water in Japan. And, and his many experiments in group uh, thought form projections to bring about wellness, happiness, healing. And actually, well, you know, but
0: what, what we're dealing with today is a lot of people focusing on um, drama, trauma, illness, restrictions, so on and so forth. Is that impacting us as well?
1: It, it, it will impact you, but what I'm suggesting is you tune all that out. oh you go where it's not go you go where it is not you know these you you know you just zoom past it you know you just uh, go past you know past go and collect two hundred dollars right so so there you are and 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 this is like instantaneous so like your thoughts can go at the speed of light you know because they are light and as energy they will go from you to there. And they'll either glom on and build something, or if there's no receptivity, it'll come back. But there's a lot of back to thought forms, a lot of power, in two or more people actually holding the same thought forms and projecting the same thought forms with, a th- with the same creatively visualized impact and effect. And then- So that's the same thing as group prayer in a way. Exactly the same as group prayer. So, uh, yeah, so you think of like group chanting, group singing, group resuscitation, uh, group prayer, you know, this is all very, very similar, because you're actually creating a thought. But in this case, we're actually visualizing where it goes. And then we're actually uh, focusing uh, our intent to project this thought. Out. So it sounds like it's
0: actually very important not to engage with the things that are diametrically opposed to what we're trying to create. Say, for instance, the drama, the trauma, the, the polarization, the negativity.
1: No, you can't be swimming in all of that or you'll get lost in the maze. So this is really, this is really singling out point A to point B and the messages in between projected. So this is that- the communication process.
0: It sounds like quite the process. How difficult is it to learn? And how long does it take a person to become proficient?
1: Well, I mean, it's just like running a ham radio op- operation. You know, it's like you just tune in and just, just send out the message. So, so um, in, 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 in higher forms of yoga, uh, the sutras teach us how to visualize what we want to see selectively. And so I'm using this and I'm suggesting that we should tune out all memories. We should tune out all words, all thoughts, um, like that. And then we should actually, we should actually then visualize what we want to see and then we actually paint a picture of what will be and that picture be, will become manifest as you project it out so there's that and then there's actually there's actually learning to launch the thought form which is what which most people will not learn in creative visualization and there's there's also a very important step that people overlook in creative visualization and manifestation where they actually will will actually visualize it having happened because it's a magical formula. You have to, you have to perceive it, uh, achieve it, and believe it. You know, if you don't believe it, it's not going to become real. You have to. Have so,
0: where does where does or does gratitude play in here?
1: Gratitude. That's just a, an emotion. It, it, it's it's not even part of the equation.
0: Interesting. So you can receive things and not be grateful for them and still have them?
1: On a higher level, the spirit knows what it needs. It knows what, you, what you're supposed to be doing in your life. It knows where you should be applying yourself, um, how you should be part of the change process in, in, in spiritual evolution, transformation. It, 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 is, it is all about getting busy and doing things.
0: You mentioned, and we're just about out of time in this segment, so we'll probably have to pick up on, on the other side, but when you were talking about tuning things out, what's the difference between tuning it out and putting it in denial?
1: Well, you're, 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 you're not making a judgment. You know, it's like the emotions and the gratitude. You're not making an, emo, an, a, an emotional um, judgment about it what, one way or the other. you know, You, you don't deny it. It just simply at that moment is not part of the thought process.
0: Gotcha. Okay, well, it is that wonderful time again. You and I will be back shortly to continue our discussion so you folks don't go away. This is Mission Evolution. For more information or to listen to past archived episodes, visit www.missionevolution.org. Welcome back. This is Mission Evolution, bringing together gifted people of service to the world. Speaking of gifted people of service to the world, this hour we're sharing thoughts with Von Braschler. Visit Von on his Facebook page, facebook.com slash Braschler. He's got all sorts of fun stuff there, including probably a link to his new book. So, Von, we were were getting into some fun stuff about... um, how to put yourself in a mindset, uh, that you can actually perform this. And you, you mentioned meditation, that we aren't denying what we feel or the garbage that's going on in our life, but rather setting it aside
1: setting so it that aside. we
0: can be clear so that we that's can be it. clear in order to do this process.
1: Exactly. Setting it aside.
0: So how do you do that?
1: <laughs> well, you just, you know, I, I remember, um, going, doing a, workshop in New York once and someone said he'd meditated all his life and he was a student of Gurdjieff and all this and and he says that mm, he was told that when we meditate you can never completely tune out all of your thoughts going through your head but that's okay it's good to, to feel grounded where you are and I said do you have a television I said reach behind the television and pull the cord and it all goes black. I want black. I don't want any little trickle going through, you know, like a signal, you know, nothing, just completely. Now, it is, it is important that you, you harmonically do this, you know, there needs, this is part of the, 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 the wholeness principle that, that on all levels, you are in harmony, that your, your physical body, your mind, your brain, uh, your physical um, sense of of, of 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 smell and touch and hearing and all of this is is actually is actually okay with just taking a rest a rest period and and it, this is an opportunity for your inner self to actually come forward and this is this is all we're talking about is letting your inner self or your spirit come forward and it knows exactly what it wants to do and it knows exactly what it wants to see and where it wants to go and what it wants to do. Um, it, it does. It needs very little direction. It's quite, quite, quite mature in its outlook.
0: I think that's really good information. I think a lot of us will be um, relieved to hear that because so often we think, well, we have to process and, and become better people and have arrived before we can manifest. And what you're saying is there's a technique you can use to set all the stuff that would get in the way
1: aside. Yes, tune it out. You know, complete out. complete darkness in in your meditation, and and y- there's a sense of oversteering if you're saying, "Well, I'm going to keep one foot on the ground, and I'm going to keep you know part of my mind alert so I can steer." This this requires no steering; it's a matter of oversteering. Oh, we have to relinquish control. That's a scary thing. Not at all, <laughs> it, because it's you. It is the you that's more you than. The person you see in front of the mirror.
0: What are von? What are the major obstacles that we're we're going to run into in this manifestation process? What are the pitfalls?
1: Uh, people will feel uh, frustration that they can't do it if they don't follow the uh, the the pattern. You know, the, going to the deep deep meditation, uh, actually uh, painting a picture, drawing a picture inside, actually actually bringing the picture forward and, and, and actually uh, permitting the picture to actually um, leave you like a map, you know, and, and, and this is then, then people will, will not believe they can actually visualize it having occurred. You know, everybody who's, who's, become really good at sports knows how to visualize in this sense. However, they, they understand that they have to visualize that when they shoot the basket, it actually goes, uh, the ball goes through the hoop. You know, when they throw the ball, it's actually going to reach the the outstretched hands of the receiver. And we all have this ability quite innately, you know, we can all stand across the, the street and throw a ball. And without any calculations, it reaches the glove of the person at the other side you know we we have innate abilities within us
0: it's it's very interesting that you put it that way that makes it so much clearer because if we only partially visualize I've been a gymnast and a dancer (laughs) and if you only partially visualize the routine when you hit the part of the routine where you quit visualizing oftentimes that's where you're going to mess up where you're going to stumble or, or lose the routine altogether. So this oh, yeah. thinking things, dreaming dreams to their end is really what you're talking about, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you have, you have to see the, the outcome and believe in the outcome um, or, or you know, you're not going to achieve the outcome.
0: What are the major limitations that we're facing with this manifestation process?
1: That you won't have, you won't have a willing receptor at the other end. But that's just the way it works, that everything you, 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 you desire as far as change um, will not, you know, come into your life automatically, you know, because there are many variables, <laughs> there are many, many things that compete for, for the, the direction, you know, it is, you're just creating one little ripple in a pond, there are many other ripples in the pond, you know, you can, you can visualize people coming into your life, events coming into your life, a new direction, a new outcome. You can visualize the direction you want to go, even though you don't know where it is. You can visualize losing things and, and, and finding them. And sometimes it just won't, it just won't, it just won't come to be for various reasons. And you have to be, as I say, persistent. And and and, and if and if what you visualize is good and and create something of benefit. To not only you, but others around you, then it eventually will re- receive some positive reception at the other end and, and, and become manifest. So I say, you know, it, it, it's like people who have practiced energy healing, for instance, understand this principle. You do it a little bit again and again and again and again. It's not a one time, one step thing.
0: So it's a constant correction sort of thing so that you're able to keep that frequency or that message or that map going out there.
1: Exactly. The signal keeps going out, keeps going out, keeps going out, yeah.
0: So if we're working with this manifestation thing and you said it's all about building, what about tearing down? Is there sometimes a need to tear down what is to make room for what you're trying to create?
1: Well, you think of it as, as recreating, rather than destruction. Um, There's not a whole lot of support out there for destruction. If you think about it, uh, people who have thought rather negative forms and sent them out intensely have sometimes had minimal, limited, short-lived success and then it all falls apart because it doesn't actually create anything. It is not not the, the direction, the way things are going. Back to chaos theory, there is a pattern to all that. There's, there's a divine plan of actually creating something and evolving. So so I think that if, if you think of like uh, recreating something uh, that is probably more beneficial. And this happens all the time. I mean, what some people call mad, magic and other people call transformation. We're calling here uh, uh, manifestation or creative visualization. It is, it, is, mm-hmm. it is simply a case of, of, of visualizing a, a new construction of the way things are. It's all, it's all there. It's just a matter of how you put it together. So rearranging things. Rearranging so, things.
0: Von, I have to ask you at this point, oh. what is your mission?
1: This. It took me a long time to see this. It took me forever to see this. And then I realized that, my gosh, get out of the way, and just let it go. Um, there is inside each one of us a spirit or a consciousness that knows exactly what you should be doing, and, and and how you can best apply yourself. And for me, it really wasn't operating a sailboat, or working at the newspaper, or trying to write a novel, it was this. So I, if it helps anybody along the way, good. I'll keep Fantastic, trying
0: Fantastic, even yeah. Well, bless you for doing the work. Um, how did, can mastering the art of manifestation support us in, in evolution? How can it help us evolve?
1: I think that we're, we have to think that the world is not fully complete. It is, in a sense, as has been described in occult literature, plastic or not fully formed. It is, it is, it is um, based on the consciousness that is at work and play in the world in us and in everything around us, in trees and birds and in bees, everything. And, and then, and then it, is, it is developing into something else. It, 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 is, it is growing, it is learning as intelligent energy, it obviously learns. So, you know, it is, it is a, a growth process of energy or light within us that is constantly growing and becoming something new so and it is a it is a collective process we 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 do this harmonically resonating with others and so i think that i think that we're at a point now where overall consciousness collective consciousness is attempting to to uh, amass and in, 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 in reach another level and and this will only happen one person at a time very and very
0: it, beautifully stated you know i I can't believe how fast time has gone, Vaughn, but we are out of it. Um, Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your wisdom with us one more time. Thank you. (laughs) It's been a real pleasure. Our guest this hour has been Vaughn Brashler. Vaughn is the author of more than a dozen books on time, dreams, self-healing, and human consciousness. His latest book, Manifesting, using thought forms to visualize real change. Find out more about Vaughn on his Facebook page, facebook.com slash vbrashler. This has been Mission Evolution with Gwilda Wiecka. For more information or to listen to past archived episodes, visit www.missionevolution.org. Be sure to join us next time as the mission continues, bringing information, resources, and support to our evolving world.